0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. Hello and welcome to Ascent Dental Radio, a program dedicated to the balance between the clinical aspect of healthcare and the business of healthcare. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Coughlin.
2: This is Dr. Kevin Coughlin. Thanks for listening to Ascent Dental Solutions, where the focus is on knowledge, education, training, and development. I want to give special thanks to David Wolf and his team for producing these podcasts, and I want to thank our sponsors, Henry Shine, Patterson Dental, Vocal, On Demand, for their expertise in helping grow my own personal business and many in the dental profession. Recently, I had Jennifer Thompson in, and she's an expert in helping physicians in particular with over 700 clients on the East Coast, develop a clientele, and help the physicians focus in on their expertise, which is delivering high care and service to their patients. And let her and her company take care of the marketing and continuing to help Keep those practices growing. Hey, Jennifer, thank you so much for uh, taking your busy schedule today. And I know your expertise has been in healthcare. And why don't you give uh, our listeners just a quick background? I know I've had you on this podcast in the back, but just explain the tremendous experience and information that you can bring to the dental profession.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for having me, Dr. Coughlin. It's good to be back. I um own my own business since 2006 and have been working exclusively in the healthcare industry since 2008. So I represent somewhere around 700 maybe 800 total physicians across many specialties. The the only area that I truly specialize in is I only work with independent groups. I don't work with anybody that's hospital owned. And so sometimes that makes us a little bit scrappy having to find new and innovative ideas and ways to go after new patients and um, new patients, especially for the specialties that we work with. I have a unique background in that not only do I own my own business and have for years, but I come off of, um, just recently came off of an eight-year stint as an elected official, where I was one of seven people responsible for a budget upward of $4 billion annually in the number one tourist destination in the entire world. And so I'm able to marry what I really learned and absorbed in that leadership role into what I see and um, strategize for with the physicians and the physician groups that I work with. And so I think I bring a unique background to your listeners and hopefully they'll get something valuable out of this conversation.
2: I am quite confident that they will. Could you take a few minutes and talk about the importance of our team members or employees? I hate the word staff, but uh, I hear it used over and over again. I always think when someone says staff, they're talking about an infection. But in my opinion, the team members or the employees that support our businesses are a critical source of superior marketing. Uh, Can you discuss that topic a little bit for our listeners?
3: Well, absolutely. If you were going to be marketing your practice out there, you will be throwing all kinds of money towards attracting those patients to get them into your door and hopefully to spend some dollars on running the gamut of services. But 75% of interactions at your office are more likely to be done between Um, a patient and a staff member than between a patient and the doctor. And so with that said, if you're going to spend all this money on marketing, but you finally get them to the door and they have a negative experience, whether whether it's the result of culture or demotivated employees or poor customer service, you're not going to be able to retain those patients once you get them through the door. So what I'm saying is before you spend a bunch of money marketing your practice, make sure that you have your house in order as it relates to the team that you've put together to really deliver that patient experience. Because like I said, 25% of it might be with you, the dentist but 75% of those interactions are outside of your relationship with the patient. So it's valuable and it's a good spend of your dollars and energy to make sure you have the right staff in place.
2: I cannot preface strongly enough that uh, I may take it to the extreme, but for our listeners, I spend two hours every single week, 52 weeks a year on meetings, training and education. Basically, one hour is didactics on clinical subjects, and the other hour is the marketing and the communication of that information, not only to other team members and other employees and other businesses, but that direct communication, just as Jennifer said, most of the time comes from your team members. And it's an investment that has uh, paid off, in my opinion, tremendously. I'm sure, Jennifer, with your background and expertise, How do you train these team members to do tracking? So at the end of the day, they know that the services that are being purchased are giving positive results other than, quote, we had 25 new patients last month. Now we've got 35 new patients this month. So the new patients are up. I'm a big believer in not only looking at the positive, but the negative that uh, your offices should not only consider how many new patients are coming in, and where they're coming in from and why they're coming, but how many families or patients you're losing and why you're losing. Could you discuss that in a little bit,
3: please? Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of years ago, um, I had quite a few of the practices I work with start saying to me, you know, you got to get rid of these negative reviews. You've got to get to the bottom. I want to get this one-star review where somebody wasn't happy or they, you know. They felt like they paid too much, and you've got to get it off that front page of Google. And we, for a couple years, we used to address this, and, and you know, there's strategies for doing it. But at the end of the day, when push came to shove, what we started doing was tracking. We call it a sentiment analysis, and I think that your listeners, everybody should take note to this and go do it themselves because you have the tools in place, and it's something that you can track and truly quantify and then put the right training in place, Dr. Coughlin. So we would do a sentiment analysis and look at all of the reviews that had been left over a three, six, nine, or 12-month period. And for some practices, you know, this could be several hundred or several thousand online reviews, we would take those, put them all into a spreadsheet, and then look at what the themes were across the board. And it it quickly became clear that we would see themes related to billing, being unhappy about the billing process, not getting in to see, see a provider fast enough We would have issues we would see um, themes across the board as it relates to like front desk staff and and things of that nature and very few and far between did it have anything to do with the physician and the patient it was always something that you actually could do something about and so i think yes you want to track new patients coming in returning patients you want to track referrals and where they come from whether they're patient referrals or you know, some partner that you have into the community. But I think it's really important to look at what patients are saying about you after they leave and look at those one, two, and three star reviews and see what you, what you can identify from the terms of themes and then develop your training around what those themes are so that you can address it head on. So stop worrying about what people say and where it shows up on Google and what we can do to get rid of it and start worrying about how we can get to the bottom of what it is that's upsetting patients and keeping them from returning the next time. Because there's so much power as it relates to those reviews. There's so much power in a negative review and getting to the bottom of it is the the surefire way to increase those reviews and increase those referrals across the board.
2: Uh, I can't tell you how proud I am of you to say that. Uh, I can personally say, maybe it's my Irish Italian background, but I would take it as a personal vendetta against me when someone gave a negative review to our company. And finally I smartened up and I said, you know what, whether it's accurate or not accurate, it's still how that patient perceived the experience. And if you're going to be a good business person, and have a great team, you got to take this and not take it personally, but gather the information and data and make corrections. And that's exactly what we use every week during our training. So you'd think after 37 years and literally hundreds of thousands of patient visits, you'd have it down pat, but every month I'd still get a negative review. And just as Jennifer mentioned, in most cases, It's the ancillary employees or team members. It's something that we're not doing as well as we could or the patient has perceived is something. Uh, Just a recent anecdotal, I got a comment a couple of weeks ago that I own a med spa called Ascent Laser Aesthetics that focuses on injectables, intense pulse light, radio frequency, lasers, body recontouring, the list goes on and on. And I had some very sensual, sexual-looking posters out to stimulate interest. And I had several comments saying that uh, Patients were uncomfortable looking at that. Was I getting away from the dental business and only focusing on the cosmetic aspects? And uh, the point that Jennifer's making, I really think we should all take a look at those reviews. And instead of being concerned, like she said, take a look at it and see how we can make our practices better. Jennifer, as far as uh, the dental profession is concerned, most offices have between six and eight employees. Generally, most offices are around 2,000 to 2,500 square feet. Their budget may be a little tight. Are there some tips that you can suggest to a smaller practice Uh, that you haven't mentioned in this podcast or the last podcast that may help jumpstart these practices that may be finding it a little more difficult in these difficult economic times?
3: Absolutely. I think if you have little to no budget, focus on getting more positive reviews. So every time you get patients in, ask them to leave a review whether you have a a service that you're using to easily solicit them or you create some kind of contest or some kind of incentive for your staff to get those reviews to come in. Um, Incentive I say as, you know, you put Betty against Sally and Betty gets six, but Sally gets nine in a given week. And then you would reward the one that gets the most reviews to come in off of the patients that she's pushed. I think that reviews are the fastest way for you to show up in search. And it is where people are getting recommendations now for choosing providers, especially when they are new to an area. You can take those positive reviews, those four and five star reviews, and you can use them in your marketing, whether it's on social media or on your website, you can, these are actual patient reviews and you can say that it's an actual review from Google and use it to create your social media post and whatnot. I would also recommend that if you have between six and eight staff members and you can find an hour a week per staff member, or even create some t- sort of internal marketing effort. That I would encourage your staff members to be vigilant for um, when people are moving into an area and they're going to their local community Facebook group or their local next door group. And I would make sure that your staff members are members of those groups. And when people are asking for recommendations, because this is how people get recommendations for new providers I would make sure that your name is the one that's coming to the top of that recommendation list. I can't tell you, Dr. Coughlin, how many presentations I have given at national level conferences where I will talk about reputation management and customer service and how to attract new patients And I will put up examples into the presentations, and it's example after example of these community-based Facebook groups and next-door groups where people are asking for referrals and recommendations because they've just moved into an area. So just to recap that, if I couldn't do anything else, I would focus on getting more reviews, and I would get them on Google and I would get them on these top rated sites because you want to show up on the front page of Google. That's really where it matters, Google and Facebook. And then I would double down into not just being on social media, but getting into social media and looking at the when people are looking for recommendations and making sure you're the first person to pop up.
2: Jennifer, I can't thank you enough for your expertise. I can't thank you enough for taking time from your incredibly busy schedule to help our dental profession, but the entire medical profession. Many of your suggestions and recommendations, I think, apply to all businesses, big or small. If you don't mind, and I'm not stepping on any toes, for our listeners, do you provide a contract? Do you build by hour? Do you build by a service? Is there something that you can educate our listeners on so they have an idea of how, if they were to reach out and and get your expertise and services, what they can expect from a financial commitment?
3: Oh, yeah, I've got it. Um, It's all completely transparent and published on my website. And the website is Insight, M as in marketing, G as in group. Insightmg.com, but basically, in a nutshell, we have three packages. We have a seven hundred and fifty dollar per month package, a fifteen hundred dollar per month package, and a twenty two fifty per month package. And that includes at all three levels a brand new website every um, every single year. We start by building a website for you, and then we update it every single year. It includes all the hosting. Of your SEO, it has a content plan built into it so you don't have to worry about content. It has a reputation management component built into it. And then it also has a bunch of reporting functionality and um, complete social media and everything like that. So when I say that our job is to simplify your marketing so that you can run your practice, That's exactly what we've done. We've created packages to make it affordable, whether it's a small practice or a large one that is fully turnkey and you know that your marketing is completely handled. And then on top of that, you get access to me and to any kind of strategic advice that you need from our team that does nothing but live and breathe this stuff every single day.
2: Well, I can't thank you enough, but before we end this podcast, is there a number or an additional website or email that our listeners could reach out besides the website that you just gave us?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to give you my personal cell phone number. It's 321-228-9686. And my email address is Jennifer, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R at Insight. M as in marketing, G as in group.com.
2: Wow. Jennifer, thanks so much for sharing your valuable time with us. My name is Dr. Kevin Coughlin. You've been listening to Ascent Dental Solution with a focus on education, knowledge, training, and development. Again, special thanks to Mr. David Wolfe and his podcast team for these productions and my sponsors, On Demand, Vocal Dental Supply. Patterson Dental and Henry Shine. Without their support and expertise, my own personal practice wouldn't be as good as it is, and we would not be able to provide these podcasts. Jennifer, thank you so much for your expertise and knowledge. I really appreciate it, and I got a lot out of it. I look forward to chatting with you again. Thanks so much.
3: Thank you.